because every celebration of the church is an unveiling of dimensions of mysteries that constitute our faith. And these mysteries are not just me meant to be locked up in heaven and for us just to celebrate them, but they are supposed to be part and parcel of our life. We can, on a grace, on the strength of the revelation, impact our lives positively and gain ascendancy. In other words, this celebration should be able to, you know, impact you and help you to be a better version of yourself in relation to God. Okay? No, we're not just celebrating that Mary was conceived without original sin, that God preserved her. And so what? And so what? What has that to do with me? How does that affect my life in my own relationship with God? That is what we must be able to crystallize. And I just as a first reading laid before us, how this whole thing started, how original sin entered the world. Adam sinned with Eve. They partook of what was forbidden. You could, whatever it may be, maybe it's, it's, it's an apple, right? I don't know. Or it's mango. But the fact is that they partook of what was what? Forbidden. And by that very act, they opened a vista, a chamber in their true system and allowed that thing they yielded themselves to to come in and govern them. And that is why death, that's how death entered. Because they rebelled against God who is light and life. They yielded to appetite and then they opened the door for death to come in. If you live by the flesh, the Bible says, it is death. But if you live by the spirit, you will have life. And so God now came and gave them the consequence of the choice they made. First of all, he, 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 he laid the consequence of this happening. He said, because you have done this, you are cursed among all cattle. You shall crawl on your belly and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Mark that last sentence. You shall eat what? Dust all the days of your life. Say, let me hear you. Hmm? You shall eat dust all the days of your life. He turned to man and said, because you have hacked to the voice of your wife and not my voice. I know that the voice of your wife was the voice of Satan. And Satan is the one who has inspired this. Because I've listened to the voice of what he said that the earth is cursed. Man was not cursed. But he said the earth is cursed. For your sake, it shall produce bit, uh, uh, thistles and thorns. By the sweat of your face shall you eat. And you will toil on earth. Until you go back to the dust from which you are made of. For you are dust and unto dust you shall return. Number three, he said, woman, because you have listened to the voice of Satan, he said, you will have pains in childbirth. I will make you enemies with the serpent, your offspring and her offspring. You will crush his head, but... He will strike your heels. And your desire will be for your husband. You will perpetually remain under the government of your husband. People of God who have reflected a little bit on this, what has eating the apple has to do with the womb? Has to do with her children and the children of, 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 of the serpent? 
has to do with you must remain under your husband. That is a whole vista that we must open ourselves to. But it's good that you understand that that's the root of feminism today. There was a grand conspiracy that Adam will be chased out and then Eve will partner with Satan to bet his own spirit and give them flesh to rule this realm of life. Based on our agreement, that's why God is bringing judgment to those areas. Are we together here? That's why he said, each time you give birth, you will pay, you will suffer pain to remind you that you betrayed the agreement that you bet the sons of and children of Adam are not the children of Satan. And because you are planning to, you know, conspire against your husband and chase him away, I now decree you will perpetually remain under your husband. And now that you wanted your you wanted to be the mother of forces of evil right now, I make you enemies, both your children and her children. So that this agreement and conspiracy will never show up. But see, the devil is, is doing that up to now. And we see that happening in families. Is a, is a root of single parenthood. Is a root to human empowerment. Is a root to human, uh, to what? Feminism. And all the grandeurs of womanhood that is coming today and is trying to take over the world. But God had a plan. But even though the devil has had this grand arrangement, to distort humanity, his own plan will see prevail. That's how God began to plan on how to bring another Eve who will bet sons of righteousness. To bet what? Sons of righteousness. That is how God began to prepare Mary. For your information, Mary did not know she was conceived without original sin. She didn't know. It was a secret plan. It is in the secret archives. It was after everything has happened that God now told her. In other words, every temptation that you suffered, Mary suffered it. But there was this dexterity she had inside, never to allow the devil to rule over her. So when God passed the judgment and said, man, you have dust, and unto dust you shall return. And then serpent, you shall eat dust all the days of your life. What does that mean? Satan will eat man like food rule over man destroy man so man came under the government of satan and for god to birth a new adam who will rule the world he can be under the government of satan so original sin is not just that they ate the apple or they ate the food and disobeyed but what they eating and the consequence of that eating and the consequence is that man will be under satan he will eat him while he's alive if he dies again, he will still eat him. So man becomes food for Satan. So he can kill, he can destroy, he can do anything with humanity. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 4, when the appointed time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, made subject to the law, to redeem the subjects of the law. So Mary became the new Eve, who did not, who did not partner with Satan to bed demonic spirits and give them flesh to operate on this earth made a pattern with god to bear the sons of righteousness so the first adam with eve yielded to satan the second adam and the second eve yielded to the kingdom of god amen, amen. so we're now the descendants if you like we're now having a lineage no longer from adam and eve but from jesus and mary that's why i pity Pentecostals who don't understand scripture who just scoop the oil and don't go down to look for the meat? And they begin to say Mary is an envelope, but Eve is not an envelope. 
The gift that betted them into sin is not an envelope. But Mary, who hosted a new Adam, is an envelope. And when you try to unveil the structures God invested in this woman to be able to bring about a new generation of people of faith and the word of God, they say it's an envelope. They are short-sighted. Every word of the litany of the Blessed Virgin Mary is, is God's investment in her. I was sharing with some people in the past. I said, you know what it means to, to say more than most violent? House of gold. Ark of the covenant. Gate of heaven. Morning star. Health of the sick. Refuge of sinners. Comfort and afflicted. You think it's just mere uh, accolades? These are vassals of, you know, of, 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 of that, that, that host different dimensions of mysteries that, she's, that is inside of her. For the Almighty has done great things in me. Eyes have not seen what God did in that body called Mary. Even angels marvel when they see her, when they see the second Eve. They have no option. That's why he's a queen of prophets, queen of apostles, queen of martyrs. She's above all of them. She's the beauty and the excellence of God's investment for salvation. That's why the devil fears her so much. She's the only woman who stood on the serpent. Why he's, the devil had not been judged, but she was already crushing him. And we Catholics who have this heritage don't even make, take advantage of this to bless ourselves. So we're not just celebrating that Mary was preserved, but we're celebrating that God used her as an instrument to communicate a new set and species of the generation of Christians who are born of the word of God without spots, without rancor. Amen. Amen. And so she too suffered the turbulence of sin, but she don't yield to that. And so today we celebrate her courage, her single devotion to God. And if she's your mother, she should call what? Inspire you. Like mother, like children. That's the more reason why your devotion to me should be classic. Nobody should push you to learn not just to be reciting the rosary, but to live and wear the coat of the mysteries of the rosary. You are supposed to be well vested with the mysteries of the kingdom. Let the mysteries of the kingdom shape your life. Let it mold you. Let the mysteries of the rosary wound you. You can testify that the joyful mysteries, the soulful mysteries, the gross mysteries has so permeated you. Your life is in chains with the mysteries. That's what makes the difference. Because herself is a bundle of the mysteries of salvation. I see that through the grace of today's celebration, the Holy Spirit wants to stir us up, to bring us into that same arena where Mary is glorified. So we can be partakers of all the grace God has given to her as the mediator of all graces in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why in the second reading it says, let us thank the God of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us too with every spiritual blessing. Mary had access to all of them. And so if Mary and Mother had everything, we too can have access to it. And so let your appetite for divine grace, your appetite to righteousness, be increased beyond measure. In the world of darkness, in the world of corruption, in the world that is distracting so many, 
they will not be victims of the demonic deception in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Through our intercession today, may we be opened to a new dimension that will really touch us and quicken us so that from now henceforth, we can, you know, take advantage of her position and gain ascendancy, gain growth. We pray that through her intercession, we shall be preserved from the dangers that have beset in our country. We pray that through her intercession, our families will be marked by her grace of being our refuge in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As we celebrate this unique grace upon her life, we pray that our children be preserved from all forms of corruption, from all forms of conspiracy of the enemy, that God's hand will be upon them, and they shall live a life worthy of their calling in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And above all, through her help, may we make it at the final end. May God bless us in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.